and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. It's Wednesday night. We're here every Wednesday night. I'm your host, Stevie. This is episode 430 alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful this evening. How are you? So good to see your face. I'm doing really good. You know I love our live show, and I Me especially too. love it on the eve of my birthday. I know. I was going to say something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm excited. I'm a big birthday. So, I mean, I love birthdays. And this year, I'm just doing small little gatherings, no big party, and I'm I like that, and I'm really excited about it. It started off this week, though, as I went on a date last night. I talked about it on the show. Ooh. Went yeah. on my date and had a great night with this guy. He's the guy, if you remember, that I met on the naked beach back in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Reconnected with him at the Eagle on New Year's Eve on the dance mm-hmm. floor. and We made a plan. We went to a really great... Burmese. I've never had Burmese food. Have you? Me either. I need to try. Was it good? Really good. So kind of Southeast Asian, Indian, really great grains, spicy, just delicious. We had this glass noodle dish that was scrumptious. And we sat in this little nook in the back. And it was very cute and romantic, and uh-huh. he had great style that I really liked. We had great conversation. It was light. It was easy. We went to have a couple drinks afterwards at a local bar here in Chelsea and just really connected. And the most important part is we both want to go on a second date. So that's Wonderful. good news. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so happy. Thank I you. want to meet him now. Can I go on your second date with you? No. No, I, no I'm joking. <laughs> you can't. No. But I'll fill you in. You And if things yes. go well, you'll meet him, of course. Okay, you have fabulous. to. I know I'm going to be celebrating with you my birthday this week. We are yes. live. And Callie Dad, thank you. Happy birthday, Eve, Steve. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Okay, well, cool. Let's get into it because we have a lot to talk about, including we keep talking about music news and let's Mm -hmm. just stay on that trend for Beyonce and Britney fans. Sorry to report that they are not going to collab on Beyonce's new music video. I'm sure it had to do with Renaissance and Beyonce putting out some music videos. As we know, she's done different collaborations with different people. The one that I, of course, noted was the remix of Vogue with Beyonce's um, Break My Soul. Break My Soul. And so Britney apparently was going to, Beyonce almost broke the internet again. She asked Britney to appear in a new music video, but the collaboration ultimately did not come to fruition. Multiple sources told page six. She asked her, but um, there's no, nobody had comment in terms from either of the camps, but would you have wanted to, I guess the at best, would you have wanted to see this collaboration between Beyonce and Britney? They've worked together before in a commercial with Pink. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Pepsi commercial. I remember it well, like yeah. it was yesterday. I would. I love it when strong, powerful, wonderful, beautiful, talented women come together. So I would have loved to see this collaboration. But mainly, I'm just excited that we're getting the Renaissance visuals finally, because it's oh, been God. that album came out in the in the summertime. So it's been way too long, Miss Beyonce. Uh, if I got something. I want to say to you, okay, if I want to hold you hostage until you get those visuals out. Not really, guys. I'm not trying to hold Beyonce hostage, but really get the visuals out. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny because normally, I mean, she's not doing anything in a normal capacity by any means. And clearly she wanted to, to. she wanted to make it all about the music first and foremost and let it play out through the summer into the fall. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of a good New Year's wish i think for so many beyonce fans beehive fans because yeah you know why not stretch it out sometimes these artists come out with stuff so quickly and i think it's really cool that it's going into 2023 you mentioned she's going to go on tour yep. so stretch the shit out a little bit 
Not oh, no, your... I'm mad at her still. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. If they come, then I'm I'll be more than happy. When they when they always come, that's when I'm happy. There you go. All right. Well, I'm happy about that. Let's keep the music going. All right. Well, last night was also the um the excuse me, Golden the Golden Globe, Globe Awards. Yes. And I did not watch it. I was on my date. It seemed to kind of come mm. and go. A lot of the winners, though, I was very happy with. But I think the best thing that came out of last night, one of the best things, was mm -hmm. honoring Ryan Murphy as LGBTQ plus actors. And he gave this amazing speech. He praised queer creatives like Billy Porter, Niecy Nash, Michaela J. Rodriguez, as he accepted a Lifetime Achievement Award. And it was the Carol Burnett Show Award that he got, which was yeah. really kind of cool. And he was talked about how he grew up watching Carol Burnett when he was younger. He said, I never, ever saw a person like me getting an award or even being a character on a TV show. It's hard mm -hmm. being an LGBTQ kid in America. In fact, all over the world then and now. And I have one word for you, Florida. We know it, where Ooh. that is. Yes. Referring to Florida's Don't Say Gay Law. Um, Billy Porter presented him with the award. And Billy yes. Porter said, quote, I spent many a year teetering on the precipice of obscurity. It was you, mm. Ryan, and your fearless art that spoke to me, comforted me, and let me know that if I could just hold on a little while longer, my time would come. Fast Amen. forward 16 years later, I got a call for a groundbreaking series called Pose. And after 163 meetings with Ryan, it turned out to be the singular yes our community needed to finally have our stories, our lives, our souls honored. Yes. You know how those Hollywood meetings can go on and on and on. Oh, yeah. and nine times out of 10, it's nothing ever happens. But I'm so happy that Pose happened. He and that he also honored Michaela J. M. J. Rodriguez because she yep. won the Golden Globe last year, and if you remember, it was on Zo like a Zoom call. Essentially, it was yeah, all virtual, exactly. and she was the first transgender to win a major award like that. So they called her up and gave her a standing ovation for not just winning, but for being the first of her kind to win yes. such a prestigious award like this. So that to me was really beautiful too, that she got her, she got her roses in the end, like she should have always gotten in. I was very happy. What do you think about um, honoring Ryan Murphy? I mean, he's such a contributor to our community and the work, yeah. you know, he really is setting the tone for, a level of there are really good gay actors and they can play gay. That's right. It makes me so happy. I love Ryan Murphy so much. His work and and his platform that he's used to, uh, he's used his voice to uplift and amplify not only LGBTQ plus voices, which is a community that he's a part of, but also the voices of uh, people of color. So that makes it him so admirable because honestly at the end of the day he i feel like that's something that he doesn't necessarily have to do so it makes i love that he's gotten this award and i love that he's used his platform yet again to uplift and just give pay homage to a a, a queer person who of color michaela j rodriguez and billy porter time and time again so he can just because of pose he can come to my cookout any day so hey to the cookout yep i bet for some really good food absolutely he needs to be there <laughs> barbecue are you coming wow. if you're barbecuing <laughs> yes i'm coming i told you i saw him in p-town a couple years ago it was after he was filming american horror story in provincetown mm -hmm. and he had a huge boat that he had docked by p-town and they yeah. all pointed out oh, that's that's ryan murphy's boat over there ship practically and but he was he seemed really nice he was just at the cafe and i'm just really happy you know one of the things that i love about him is his casting it's not just mm -hmm. that it's diverse He's not like Billy Porter. He finds people at different points in their careers. Oftentimes, yeah. he's definitely not an ageist by any means. Yeah. And that's one of my not. favorite things. He thinks outside of the box with aging, and he'll pull people 
that you haven't seen in a long time and put them in his shows. And I just think, yes, it's totally outside of the box thinking from a creative perspective and from casting that it, and then as a white gay man to really be casting and giving such diversity to our showing diversity is really the big you know we really need to give him his roses for that because yeah. you know he could just put cody all white casts up and he sure people, could and people would be praising him because it's like great he he's putting a lot of lgbt he did it before it was i'm using air quotes woke i think to actually put up uh diverse casting so i'm very happy about that so yes and he also just he's not afraid of very sensitive subjects and he brings such a light and a depth to them so that's another reason that i'm such a fan of his work so kudos to mr murphy and call me for for the barbecue absolutely put cody in there cody can sing too all right we are live of course we're live every wednesday night we see some of you tuning in hi teddy happy uh you're going to be hosting in an upcoming that's all we're gonna say i already told i already spilled the beans girl Spilled the beans um (laughs) kelly dad says ryan murphy's speech was the most uh generous award speech i've ever heard good point making because he was really being honored and here it was his award and yeah. he turned it around and shined a light on diversity and what, why he wanted to. Very good point to make. Very generous speech. Look that up for that. Congratulations, Ryan Murphy. Okay. And my date, by the way, I just text me and I can see in the upper corner and how was my day. So, yeah, I'll get back to him after the show. I'm tickling like a little schoolgirl over here. I know. He was cool, too, because I said, you know, when you have a show like this, he said, I told him about the show, and he was asking mm-hmm. all about it, and he wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I said, I'm, I said, I'll, I mentioned you on the show before. He's like, you did. And Uh-oh. He, he even knew, oh, did you mention that I got hard when, on the beach? And I said, I did. He said, it's, like, it's a funny story. So he has a good sense of humor, and I'm happy good. about that. Yeah, right. You have right. to. It's always good to have a, yes. Definitely. To date us, you have to have a good open right? mind. Oh, my God, Joe. You know we're going to be talking about you. And I have to go and tell him every single time I talk about him on this show because <clears> – <throat> On Monday, we had a show where I said that I had never bottomed bottom for him. He was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's true. Uh, keep it moving. So okay, good, I didn't get in trouble. Thank God, because there was another clip from Monday's show, episode 429, no. that I, where you really specifically state that you you are at the top of the relationship and uh-huh. and you said it. And I put that in the clip and I thought, you know what, let me switch out another clip clip but it's still the same thing but (laughs) but still i was wondering if joe listens to this he's gonna be like really cody you're so sweet thank you all right well we've got to move on on this wednesday night january 11th all right well we were talking about phoenix about drag shows being really erased by certain right-wing mm-hmm. legislators and now arkansas is in the mix with a law potential law that looks like it's going to go through that will classify drag shows as adult businesses and wow. this is crazy because i watched the whole story i don't know if you listened to the clip i gave you cody but it essentially will like i said put drag shows into adult entertainment and they can only be performed in private venues so that means and the whole point of them the conservative lawmakers that really want to put this into effect essentially are saying we really want to protect the children it's always about protecting the children and ultimately it really means that they won't be able to perform at pride festivals because essentially Mm -hmm. it would break the law under the laws that they're proposing and it's just crazy that we're we're actually seeing this happen in real time we yep. i thought when we talked about it on episode 429 the other day phoenix i didn't think all of a sudden we'd find arkansas and who's next i mean is this a slippery slope that we're going down cody 
Definitely. This is, they're really, really coming for our nets with this one. It's really absurd because the same people that would ban public drag shows are those people that would take their kids to a, a gun show. So at the end of the day, it's not about the children. It's not about protecting the children. It's about suppressing queerness in my eyes. They don't want their kids to have a queer outlet. They would rather have their kids suppress their nature to the point of self-hatred and all of that that entails you guys can imagine what can happen when you hate yourself so and it would really or they're even like suppressing their own nature and it's just really sad at the end of the day uh, either that or they don't want to have to have that difficult conversation of who is that lady in the pretty dress singing aretha franklin so i guess that's too difficult uh a conversation for them to have with their kids. So it's really, really sad. And I hope that build it through. It's really sad because it's going to affect, I mean, the drag queen culture in Arkansas, in Phoenix, and this is their livelihood. It's good entertainment. If you don't want to see drag, we said this before, don't take your kid to a drag show. It's talking. It's all it is. Cody is talking points right now. It's what they found a way they use the word groomers and somehow found a way to come towards our LGBTQ community because there's a right wave that's very progressive right now happening across the country. And this is just the current talking point. So make drag queens groomers and make groomers the anti that we want to come after. And this is the, you know, but at the end of the the day, I really feel for the performers themselves that now they are always having to look over their shoulder and wonder who's coming after them next. And sadly, I think it's going to create violence towards, I hope it doesn't, but it's inciting people that want to make drag queens groomers and come after them. So it's just really really sad what are people saying cody yeah totally agree with you this and callie dad says this anti-lgbt lgbtqia wave is speaking uh sweeping the entire former confederacy and border south and like you said and like you had just said it's literally a wave so i think that this is the first wave of reaching out and trying to suppress people that aren't like the people on on the on the right because I had to do a quick <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah so yes after this they will come for something else that is that they consider out of the norm and then after that it'll be something else so this is like the first wave as far as reaching out and trying to squelch something that they consider abnormal and it's really not we are a community we what we have been here and we will always be here and they just need to get used to that absolutely preach okay moving on this next story is a little rough just stay with us um it's not meant to scare you but there's a florida man that was arrested for killing an online (laughs) don't laugh cody i'm sorry there was a florida man that's been arrested for killing an online hookup who bit his penis during sex okay so on september 5th of 2022 the sheriff's office responded to an address in Kismet, Florida, regarding a suspicious death, violent crimes unit detectives and the 9th District Medical Examiner's Office responded to the scene, and while inspecting the scene, the deceased victim was wearing bondage gear and appeared to have trauma to his body. Detectives identified Bryant Scott Demolo as the last person who had been in contact with the victim. Detectives met with Mr. Demelo, who provided detailed information about his sexual encounter with the victim before death. And he told Mm. detectives he and the victim met on an online chat group for sexual encounters, and the two arranged to meet in person. According to Mr. Demelo, during oral sex, the victim bit down on his penis, which caused Mr. Demelo to beat the victim. The victim Mm. suffered severe injuries and was knocked unconscious. Mr. Demolo then fled the scene without calling 911 or rendering aid. They've since caught up with Mr. Demolo, and I believe they have him in possession right now 
but they also found them with methamphetamine. But you were saying that mm -hmm. you were reading in the comment section, what, yep. Cody? That he uh, just got out of jail in Utah. and Before this. That before, before this incident. So, yeah. So, I think that that has some bearing on this case as well, which is really, really sad. This story is crazy. I think that whenever... Teddy says, sorry, talk about a bad, bad boat blow job. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, there you go you can laugh now because <laughs> thank you teddy um so i think that anytime you start i'm sorry for laughing guys but anytime you start off a start off a story with florida man i just i yeah. lose it let's like buckle up because right. this is about to be a crazy story florida man equals the the most crazy story you ever heard in your life right but i would like to reiterate because this is a very serious story it is. that that we need to be as safe as possible out there when we go and hook up with people be, and and just make sure somebody has your location someone knows where you are that you are kind of meeting in a public space and doing all the taking all the steps that you can in order to have a safe to keep yourself safe during these uh, in, uh instances um secondly also, some because this is a case where someone bit down on another person's penis. I honestly can't say that I would not hit somebody who bit my penis. <laughs> but this is alleged, by the way, Cody. This is alleged yeah, because he got caught later. He fled the scene. He beat this yeah. guy down to death. So it's his the word man's death. So it's his no word. Mind. I, who knows did this really happen did he say that and that was his justification for beating this guy too and they found methamphetamine on him too yeah. if somebody did so, that to you you might hit them and push them away like i exactly. would probably do too so, but, but murder beating mur to murder is it's and then leave yeah. them there to their yes. death and he was never going to turn himself in or or even get help for this guy maybe the guy was could have lived yeah, you never know. Um, yeah, so I just think that this is a really horrible story, and I my heart goes out to the family of the guy, the person who lost someone. So yeah. I really, I really think that everybody should just be as safe as possible out there. What do you think about the idea? Because I like the idea of your warning on we have to be safe and try mm -hmm. and be as safe as possible, but. I have participated before, obviously, in BDSM, and they okay. said the guy was wearing fetish gear. So I'm imagining mm -hmm. he had like a harness, something that I may wear when I got together with somebody. Do you think the, the more fetish the act is, the more you need to be looking out for yourself? Or just in general, do you think that we need to factor that in? Like, ooh, I'm about to, like, I I just admit it. I like oftentimes a little bit more rougher play. Do you mm -hmm. think I need to be more careful in general? Or it's just across the board or we shouldn't have to? It, yeah, I think it is across the board. But I do think Because we don't want to victim shame people for what they oh, like. Yes. Not 100% not. I do think it's across the board. Everybody needs to be safer when it comes to just meeting random people and random hookups with people that you do not know outside in the world. But I do think there is something to be said for setting up your, your, um, your expectations as far as a hookup should go, especially when there is a BDSM involved. You have to have a hard and fast line of what you what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and i feel safe like safe words that, you have to discuss those things exactly and i think that if th they would have discussed this the biting of the penis or what have you and i just again i don't want to kind of villainize that act at all because i have had a really good blowjob where they the person giving me the blowjob just they didn't bite down but they rubbed their their, their bottom teeth on the bottom of my dick and it was amazing it took oh. me to another world really so it was really good so you never know what people can be into but it i feel like it should be something that should be discussed beforehand yeah yeah it's 
It's a tricky situation because you want to be spontaneous. You want to just meet up with somebody. You have the likes that you want to pursue. I do think it just goes back. Like I don't do a lot of the app meeting on the apps very much. And not that when I meet somebody out in the bars, there's a vetting process that I'm going through, but at least I'm mm -hmm. seeing them a little bit more. I'm having somewhat of a discussion. I mean, yeah. I've gone, uh, you know, recently I went home with somebody and had a great experience, but I spent a good portion of the evening with them and their friend. And to me, that was my vetting process. And it turned out to be a good experience. You don't really get that. And that's not really a vetting process, but it, it was spending time with the person. It's enough still to... one step more than yeah. you get on an app. Well, right. And so I think that you just... You need to figure out what your vetting process is a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I like, I always, we always love the idea. We've said it since day one on this show. If you can give your, tell a good friend wh what's going on, who you're mm -hmm. getting together with, so that if you don't hear from me by, you know, an hour and a half, you know, mm -hmm. check in on me. So, and I'm with Teddy. It, I'm with Teddy. I went out with Teddy and this is his phone number and this is his address. This is his Venmo because I sent him $20 for his douche. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, not Teddy. <laughs> Teddy goes, and those bottom teeth got Joe, his boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not Teddy, he said, though. <laughs> okay. It's the first thing that came to my mind. I so know. Teddy's in, know. The, in the room, you guys. So that's yes. why I said his name. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Moving on. You know, it's a kind of an interesting scenario. Why aren't more straight people on prep, you might ask? And we're not... We don't really talk about straight people here on this show, but like, there who? is, there's, I know, <laughs> <laughs> there is an agenda by the Biden administration, Cody, and by, uh, to end HIV in the next several years. And mm -hmm. if the straights are getting 22% of 30,000 plus new HIV diagnosis every year, they're not helping us out. So... We gays, I believe, that are leading this mm -hmm. agenda to end HIV have a mission. So if the straights are going to get in our way of that, then we need to ask the question, why aren't more straights on PrEP? And because the community is largely at a higher risk for HIV, that's been the messaging for gay men. But straights, like I said, 22% of 30,000 new HIV were diagnosed in 2020. Wow. But there's a perception, Cody. That's a lot, right? Because it is I'm a not lot. a mathematician, but that's a lot. Right. There's much of a perception that HIV is still a gay disease. And that has been one of the struggles in getting the messaging out. And there's also a stigma attached to PrEP that unfortunately keeps straight cisgender people from accessing it at the rates this population should said dr monica gandhi she told healthline that the cdc estimates that 1.2 million people require prep in the u.s but fewer than 25 percent are taking it wow that's crazy and that's just in wow. general but i do think we need to get the messaging out there more to our hetero community cisgender men because i think that we really do want to end this stigma and we want to end hiv at some point and if they're not getting the message then we're not going to achieve our goal yeah i couldn't agree with you more and i think that a lot of the messaging out there is that <clears throat> yes this is a it's a gay thing. HIV is has mainly uh, prevention has been mainly focused towards the gays, but like you said, twenty two percent of thirty thousand is still a is is still a significant number, and I think that a lot of those are black women. So I feel like we should be uh, putting this out there to black women as well. And but I think the main reason for this is because. I feel like the whole, all the messaging for PrEP has been around uh, 
assign male at birth people, people who are uh, transgender females and and cisgender men. And right. I think that the messaging has been that PrEP doesn't really work for if you were assigned female at birth, but that is not the case. I Googled it and uh, PrEP does work for if you were assigned female at birth, tra- transgender men and transgender up. Uh, cisgender women. So I think that we need to really get the message out there to all those people. If the Biden administration is really, really adamant about uh, eradicating HIV, I think this is where we start. End of the story. Yes, absolutely. What's Teddy saying over there? Will I get our... Also, we need prep for trans men. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think it should. Well, here we talked about this the other day here in New York City, the governor signed into effect a new law that all insurance companies must provide prep to their um, everybody that's here in New York um, for (laughs) free, for free, which is really important. Very. I'm very excited because I just switched my insurance and I'm not sure if I'm going to have to pay now. I'm guaranteed that I can get it under this new Governor Hochul. Thank you. New proposal. Yes. So Teddy also says females can't get prep or trans men either because there are not completed. They've not completed the trials yet. I Googled it and it said that that it does work for, oh, if you're assigned female at at, at birth. HIV prep for females. Yeah. That's what I read. It it says here, PrEP is a medication that is taken either by mouth or injection as prescribed by your healthcare provider as advantage. Uh, it's for HIV prevention method for that women and other people who have res, a receptive vaginal sex can independently control. So it this this is from the CDC too. I can put it in the in the chat. Put it in there for Teddy to review. And then <laughs> thank you, Teddy, producer Teddy, <laughs> producer Teddy, and we'll get back on that. I do want to move on though, because we do have a lot to talk about. We can we can always come back to these topics, though. That's the best part of about course. Wednesday yeah. nights. You know, we this next story is very relevant because we've been talking a lot about posting nudes. Will this affect your career? Can you? Will it come back and haunt you? Should somebody be able to be a police officer? And have an OnlyFans account we talked about recently. Should Weatherman, uh, the what's his name that we keep talking about? Eric Adame. Eric Adame. Should he have lost his job at Spectrum News because he was on a, uh, basically like a, he posted Circle, circle Jerk video, essentially. Yep. Well, now, actor Dan Benson explains how he went from acting to OnlyFans, and he's posting nudes now. Dan Benson of the Disney show, which I hadn't heard of, Wizards of Waverly Place. Have you heard of it, Cody? I have. That's where Selena Gomez got her start. Okay. Well, see, but Selena's gone on, and Dan went on to OnlyFans. Because, as he explained on his TikTok video, he got into the adult world of OnlyFans. (laughs) He said, basically, when I was on the show Wizards of Waverly Place, I would get messages from people all the time. Some of those being women that I found incredibly attractive. Turns out, messaging those women who turned out to not who turned out not to be who they were was not the Mm -hmm. best idea because I would send nude photos to them and they would take those nude photos and then post them on online websites. Obviously I did not want them out there. He continued, but as you can imagine, that was a pretty difficult task. I ended up almost losing my job later in life because of that. After I kind of retired from acting quote, I decided to stop fighting against it and instead go the other direction and completely lean into it, he shared, and build out a page instead of letting people sell my privacy. So I started that adventure last year, and he's talking about OnlyFans. Kind of interesting, though, because we keep talking about should people be able to, you know, sending nudes, and we all agree everybody should be able to do whatever they want, but there are Mm -hmm. still yet... In 2023, repercussions for what you put mm-hmm. out there. And this actor, a male actor, 
who sounds like he's even straight, was fired essentially from certain work and mm-hmm. found that his once you put it out there, it's going to live forever. And he wasn't a Kim Kardashian where she spinned it and made it work for her. He wanted to continue to act and it didn't work out in his favor. I would argue, though, he's probably happier now, though, Cody, because oh, yeah. he's ultimately, uh, you know, when you're out of the restrictions of something that's so still to this day restrictive, like Hollywood, and now mm-hmm. he gets to put out the content that he wants to. He's getting all this press right now. Oh, yeah. So maybe he's not doing Disney anymore. Maybe he's not Selena <laughs> Gomez. But he hopefully is doing really well creating his own content that he deems, hey, you want it? Now you can pay for it. And I'm kinda I'm kinda happy for him. Me too. I really am. Me too. I'm so happy for him too. I love this. And first I want to say, there are a lot of hot guys on the Disney Channel. Have you heard of Cooper Barnes from Danger No, oh I don't God. know any of this Disney stuff. <laughs> I told you I don't I haven't watched the Harry Potter series. So why am I watching we, Disney? We we have to watch Cooper Barnes from Danger Oh my Boys. God. Oh my God. That's what He's we're going to so watch hot. when we get together, Cooper Barnes. Oh. yes they're they're really hot there's another guy i forget his name i think it's henry something i'm gonna have to google it but give me one second but um yes dan benson and he's also the henry guy is also from wizards of waverly place if you want to google them the producers is that show any good by the way wizards of waverly place i've never watched an episode (laughs) but i all see i see all the thirst traps from uh, on, on the internet from the guys like stripping down because they take off their clothes a lot on those shows, which is kind of oh. ridiculous to me. Okay. Yeah, right. Disney. The guys do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird, but I, I see them and I'm and I am well, like, now he's really he stripping does. down on OnlyFans. <laughs> he's not doing what he did on OnlyFans on Disney, so I right. know that much. But yeah, I have a lot more empathy for Eric Adame because I've put myself in his shoes because I personally I've always wanted to be a musician since I was a young kid. So in the back of my mind, sending out nudes and things of that nature, even being gay and and letting that information being being out there in the world was something that I kind of held close to my best up until now, of course. (laughs) But uh, it's, it's, always there and you really kind of have to be cognizant of it and it, it, it makes me think about eric adame in a whole light and be and being a taken advantage of but what dan benson's story really highlights to me in this day and age is if you take control of the narrative you never know what can come from it so it's really really great what he's doing on OnlyFans, and <clears throat> i really want to take my notes now and put them out there on OnlyFans. you never know what can happen yeah, it sounds like he really took lemons and made lemonade out of his situation yeah. of people taking his content. It didn't sound as extreme, like you mentioned, as Eric Adame. Eric Adame yeah. wanted to continue being a weatherman, would have probably loved to keep working for Spectrum News and having his job. He, We already talked about how insidious it was that they those videos were sent to his mom and yeah, his place of employment. So it's a, it's a totally different situation, um, but I am happy for Dan Benson and good for him for turning good for around. Him. Yeah. All right. Well, we love to give advice on this show, and we love it when you write in. And Chris wrote in to us, and he says, "Hi guys, I've been listening for years and appreciate all the stories, advice, and open conversation. I've been curious about attending my local masturbation club, Motor City Jacks, like the name there. So I became a member this week. The next meeting is coming up next week, and I'm thinking about going, but I'm pretty nervous. I've never done this, so I don't really know what to expect. Do you have any advice for a nervous first timer have you ever attended a masturbation club before if so do you find them pretty chill judgmental thoughts well chris i want to thank you for writing in and i want to say at the top of all this that 
kudos to you for putting yourself out there. I think this is really exciting, a really exciting adventure for 2023. I love it when people do new things. And mm -hmm. pat yourself on the back for that. Like any new thing, and I, whether it's a masturbation club, a yoga class, the first day of a new job, mm -hmm. getting going to a glory hole, all of that can be nerve wracking and nervous. So take this with a grain of salt that it's just going to be nervous whenever you go into a sex club or something mm -hmm. new like this. But rest assured that everybody there is wants to be there. So you're joining yes. something that everybody has elected to be a part of. Don't no one's going to be judgmental in any of this. Nine times out of ten, situations like these jack-off clubs or sex clubs, you can participate when you're ready, but you can also mm -hmm. lean back and be an observer. And if and when you feel ready, join in. But Rest assured that everybody that's elected to be a part of this, it's a sex positive environment. Like you had to go mm -hmm. out of your way to sign up for this. Everybody wants to be there. They want you to be there and they want you to be comfortable there. So go in with that mindset and know that you don't, you could just be an observer that first time and Get the lay of the land, so to speak. Get the dick of the yeah. lay of the land. And <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I mean, don't get down on your knees and start sizing them up and measuring them with a ruler. Or but you know, <laughs> mentally kind of get the lay of the land and know that that's all you have to do. When you're ready, if you want to, join in the mix. But yeah. Like, but like everything, everything new is going to be nerve wracking. You just have to get ready, clean your dick that day, walk out the door and just go, just go, go, go. You will be happy that you did. You already did the hard part of signing up. So it's going to be good. And that's most of my advice. What's some of your advice though, Cody? I'll talk about other yeah. groups I've been to in a minute. I agree with you. I haven't been to any masturbation clubs, but I've been to several sex parties and I'm always a bit shy or nervous and reserved at first, especially when it comes to that type of environment. You don't know what's going to be going on. You don't know. You feel like people are judging you. But like you said, everybody is there is there for the same reason as you are. So Whatever you need to let go of your nerves, please do that. Just like you said, if it, if you have to stand to the side, uh, if you have to keep your shorts on, if you have to jack off by yourself for a little while, uh, just remember that you don't owe anybody there anything. The only person that you owe in that place is yourself because you signed up for this also for a reason. So you go and and. and Try and have as good a time as possible as you can because you're there for a good time at the end of the day. Maybe you could answer Teddy's question on what is a masturbation club? <laughs> <laughs> I actually went on the Jacks of New York website. Oh. And yeah, it was pretty Do you cool. have a definition for us? I I can I can Google a definition for. <laughs> I think he's being silly. I know. I, oh, I'm sure he is. But yeah, um, it's just a place where men of a certain experience <laughs> go to enjoy themselves and masturbate in front of other men of a certain experience. And uh, yeah, it's just you go and you master. It's I like a big circle squirm in this. I, I know, <laughs> right? I'm like, I, I don't know how to define <laughs> masturbation club, but it, it sounds really fun. I would yeah, go, it, I one, get these daddy meetup. Oh, go ahead. Oh, one thing that was on the New York Jacks uh, page was that you know they have a clothes check, so you can check all of your clothes if you want to, or you can just keep on shorts. Um, they actually said that people often play together. So I think that it also can kind of turn into a big orgy as far as from what I read on the website. But And that's just yeah. one here in New York. We don't know that's about the one, the one that he's mentioning. We should ask you, Chris, 
where you're listening from. I always love to know where our listeners are tuning in from. Motor, Motor City, which means Detroit, I believe. Oh, Detroit. Detroit. Love it. Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Chetty says he's actually serious. What's the difference between a bathhouse? Well, the one thing I will say, we don't know this because uh, Chris didn't tell us exactly what this is, but what I can tell you is I get these daddy meetup mm -hmm. emails and there's all kinds of, if I were to look in my email right now on, on the various daddy meetups that come into my inbox, there are so, there's things for naked yoga. I get ones that are actual kind of sex party type things. Then there are jack off nights where it literally is jacking off and you go and they start off slow and you pull your dick out and it's kind of the circle jerk idea kind of thing. And, but what I know from some of these parties, and that's what I said is, and I think what we're both seeing from an advice perspective is like a sex party, like a bathhouse, like a circle jerk type party is you just do you're going because you elected to go to this everybody is going to have a good time but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do i think is what you were saying exactly. cody that's what i'm saying oh yes and you use it it's always going to be nerve-wracking leaving the door leaving your house and entering this new scary thing that you don't know what you're walking into but I guarantee you nine times out of 10, it's going to be okay. It's going to, you're going to enjoy yourself, but use that first time as an exploratory experience on the first time. And just take the first several minutes to observe. You might only end up observing the whole time. When you want to go forward, you can touch other people but take use it as an exploratory first experience i think is where we're kind of saying the same thing and that's where our advice is coming from would you not agree oh, yes. cody oh 100 and you can have loads of fun in a place loads like of fun loads and loads of fun darling absolutely <laughs> and i love that okay well i hope that helps and we want you always to know that you can write in for sex or relationship advice you can dm us on our instagram page at tags podcast at tags podcast you can also email us just go to tagspodcast.com and email us via the website we also want to thank our sponsors we still have more show but i want to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors this month better help where you right now can get 10 percent off it's online therapy and i'm actually signing up myself for it they have all kinds of things relationships uh work uh, all kinds of therapists that you can see. And we want to know if you, these sponsors actually help support Tag's podcast and help us keep yes. going. So we want to know if you sign up for it or if you investigate it, let us know because we want to know that you're checking out our sponsors. Uh, Roman is our other sponsor right now Ooh, and you can get 20% yeah. off. And you know, Cody, we've been talking so much about testosterone, knowing mm -hmm. your testosterone levels. With Roman, you can actually get easy in your home, your testosterone checked, and they'll send you where oh, your cool. levels are at. And if it's not at accurate levels, you can get treatment for that. And it's really discreet, too. You can get 20% off. Just go to tagspodcast.com. Also, let us know when you try these products because we they are supporting our show. And we want to keep going with tags podcast so okay we need feedback of absolutely we do need feedback okay i'm thinking about signing up for better help too because you know I, yeah you know mental health is paramount in this it, day and age really in this day and age right now i can't think of a better time to seek therapy and absolutely so all right well we got you cody so oh, thanks boo okay well i we had a reddit thread that i that it's kind of an ongoing topic on our show, but I think mm -hmm. it's worth continuing to talk about. They write, you haunting wrote, this has probably been talked about, but I'm struggling with image and with uh, and within the gay community. 
it's hard sometimes to see other gays living perfect lives. I'm wondering if anyone has advice on how to deal with it. How do you stay positive? So like his post states, they write, I'm struggling to find happiness within the gay community. On social media, all I see are fit, usually white gays living fun lives, traveling, and always having friends. I know for a lot of us, we have lo lonely nights and longing for friends who care for us. I'm 24, and I'm really just beginning, but I feel like I've missed out. That's the heart, Cody, of where this person yeah. is coming from, essentially comparing themselves to people online and thinking that everybody is living a better life than this person writing the post i can guarantee you what you're seeing online is not a better life experience yes and the first advice would be to start limiting your time in 2023 of scrolling through and i know it's easier said than done through instagram and tiktok because if you scroll your if you come up with a period of time of day that you just allow yourself to go on there, I find myself distracted. If I go on there to post, mm -hmm. oh, people after people, Cody, and it's getting me distracted on why I even went on Instagram. And so, but it can make you feel like your life isn't as good as when you yeah. see certain posts. Have you ever felt that way or can you relate at all to what, this reddit listener wrote yeah oh definitely i think that you can never we can never talk about this subject too many times because it can never be reiterated enough that those lives are not perfect and if you knew what those the people that post all those things had to go through to be able to attain those lives or live that facade i i wonder if you would trade places with them the, the bare yeah. bottom, as far as that is concerned, is they don't eat carbs. I need pasta in my life. So, <laughs> so I just need... <laughs> right. That's a good one, Cody. So I think that if you knew what, what happened behind the scenes as far as their perfect lives, I'm using air quotes, then I think that I, you wouldn't... I, I don't think you would think that those lives were perfect. But like seriously, it's it's really a slippery slope to compare yourself and your life to other people's lives. I was just on Instagram the other day and there was a beautiful young woman. And she was saying that she constantly compared herself to other women on there, beautiful women that were on Instagram. And she finally had to come to the realization that she was basically not seeing the beauty in her own life in her own features and she wasn't really celebrating herself and she was gorgeous so it was it was it kind of made me dumbfounded a little bit that she wasn't that she couldn't recognize it within herself so i think kind of the trick and her message to everybody was that you a huge part of not really relying on other lives and people out there is really kind of assessing what is beautiful and what is intelligent in yourself and kind of celebrating that as well, in addition to other people. So it's I kind think of that the was age, a really profound thing. That's ahead, a great, yeah, it's kind of the age old, you can't judge a book by its cover. So if you think of all the Instagram posts that you see coming your way, they're the cover, mm -hmm. but you don't know what's inside the book. The book. Oh, yeah says a whole drama, ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and you don't know what that person, they're showing you a glossy cover, and mm -hmm. you've got to dig in. But you are never going to know some of these people's lives because they that's all you're going to know is that that's Instagram you're post. You're just going to get the cover. You could, put cover you could put cover shots of yourself out there and okay. look fabulous and this and that too, but... It's those that you share your deepest, innermost emotions with that you let people in. That's the real you. And you have to know that mm -hmm. when you go on, that you're seeing cover after cover, glossy cover after glossy cover over and over when you scroll through that. you got to keep that in mind because if you don't, it's going to look a certain way. And, yeah. and the algorithms are real, people. I oh, mean, yeah. I can't help but look at one thing or suggested topic 
And all of a sudden, I'm bombarded by all these feet videos because I looked at one sole of a foot. Girl, it was not one foot. It was one (laughs) that I looked at, and now I'm getting so many coming. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now you're just showing us the cover because it was not one foot. (laughs) I'm serious. That's how the algorithms work. No, I'm messing with you. But if I look at one BBQ, then (laughs) (laughs) one Celine Dion. Oh my God. One Celine Dion? Aretha Franklin and Celine Dion, the top singers of the world, darling. Yeah. So I think that's our advice. You know, we feel for this person, though. Don't let social media take over. Really, you just got to, you know, just don't let it take over. I think that's our advice. Exactly. All I right. It's all comic book. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I started really liking a lot of comic book stuff because mine used to be all thirst traps. I mean, hello, goodbye. All right, hello, <laughs> Have goodbye. Have you seen my Instagram? <laughs> But now it's mostly X-Men stuff, so. Okay, okay. X-Men yourself out. Next topic. All right, we got to talk about this, Cody. MTV just Mm -hmm. dropped the trailer for the new gay docuseries, The Real Friends of WeHo. That's right. Think of The Real Housewives, and now it's on MTV. I think it's going to come after RuPaul's Drag Race. So they put themselves in a good time slot for everybody checking it out. The upcoming docuseries follows a group of friends living, loving, and pursuing their passions in West Hollywood. Uh, Moreover, the synopsis of The Real Friends of WeHo reads, In a town and community where image and status are everything, they're ready to pull back the Hollywood curtain and reveal their most authentic selves, not just to one another, but the world. That's right. And it's got people like Brad Goreski in it, Tadra Call, mm-hmm. Curtis Hamilton, Dorian Renaud, James Vaughn, who was the cruise director on the last Fakaya cruise that I went on, by the way. Oh, really? And you know Joey, he's married to Jonathan Bennett, right? And he's married to Jonathan Bennett. Benet or Bennett? Bennett, right? Bennett. You're probably right. Yeah, I make everything Frenchified. (laughs) You, you sure do. There is a there is a Benet out there, Eric Benet, but oh, there is. Yes. Are you here for this or not? I'm here for the drama, but I think I'll watch it. I will watch it because you said RuPaul's Drag Race is the lead in. So I I will watch it because. I'm always going to be watching RuPaul's Drag Race. So, and I wonder if WoW presents uh, produces this this show. That's another thing because uh, they seem to be affiliated with a bunch of people that are actually on the show already. So that's a question I'm really kind of am asking myself right now. Um, but yeah, I think that I'm not really here or excited about this show, but I will give it a chance because. I'm going to be watching it because RuPaul's Drag Race is on before it. <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough one, Cody, because they're going against the franchise Andy Cohen's Real Housewives that is now mm-hmm. huge, and yeah. th- they have perfected that franchise on what oh, it yeah. is, and we live, and so many people live for that type of franchise. So it'll just be interesting to see if. The, the gays can live up to that, but they better show the drama and not be superficial with all this stuff. We know that they tried to do a version of it with porn stars on out TV, I believe. Mm-hmm. They got uh, renewed for a second season. Okay. But that one seemed a little very contrived. Not that all of this isn't contrived. Then there was the A-list back in the day, which I'm not sure if you watched that. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. We'll have to see, but I'm I, I'm gonna watch it just to see and see where we're at with it. Um, can everybody hear us? Or <laughs> I don't think so. I hope it's recording. Yeah, honestly. I hope it's recording. Oh, Teddy too. can hear. Okay, good. Well, I think that's all the time we have for it. Other than we, 
we want to shout out to 79-year-old David Geffen, who celebrated the holidays with his rumored porn, ex-porn star mm-hmm. boyfriend, boy toy. And Geffen shared in a now-deleted Instagram post an image of him and Brandon Foster captioned, Merry Christmas indeed, but then it was taken down. But I have to say, I think he felt the heat because people recognized that Brandon was a former porn star. And maybe that got David a little like, ooh, I can't deal with this and took it down. But boy, that boy is hot and cute. He is gorgeous. Yes. And I am not mad at David Geffen. And you know what? I'm not not mad at Brandon either because (laughs) if I, if I, somebody. My boyfriend's in the other room. Um, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> we know where that was headed. <laughs> if, but, yeah. I'll, I'll, if I met Devin Geffen and he brought me on his yacht, honey, I would... I would push you in. I would push you on him. Okay? I would be like, Thank yes. you. <laughs> you definitely would because there goes your singing, here goes your singing career. Please. Please. Sign me up. Sign you up. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, thank you for listening, live audience. Uh, you can always follow my co-host Cody. He's a life coach. Follow him on Instagram at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, or on his personal account, Mister Maurice. Mister Maurice. Follow us at Tags Podcast. Follow me at I am underscore Steve V. I am underscore steve v especially shout out to me tomorrow on my birthday it's an oprah birthday <laughs> no, I'm you get a car you get a car oh, I no i'm sorry oh. i should edit that it's out a little toy car from <laughs> yeah you, you get, get a, toy a car you get a dildo you get a dildo there you go yeah <laughs> all right in the meantime though continue having hot Gay sex.